Welcome to Inside the Moms Club, where being a mom is the coolest place to be. Here in the Moms Club, we believe that what embarrasses you now will make a great story later. And let's face it, you don't laugh sometimes, you're going to cry. Join us in having a good laugh together. I'm Monica Samuels. You are now Inside the Moms Club, your private destination for all things mom. Hi, moms. Welcome to Inside the Moms Club. I'm Monica Samuels, and today I am riding solo as your host. So it's going to be Monica Mom Day here on Inside the Moms Club. We're very excited about it. And let me just tell you a little bit about what I've been doing since I was last here in this seat. Um, I have literally traveled from coast to coast. Last week at this time, I was in Orlando, Florida. And then I took a pit stop in Texas, no pun intended, because they were having a Formula One race there. And then I've come right out here to California. So in one week, I have been from coast to coast. Now, last week, I was at Disney World for the Epcot Food and Wine Festival, because every year, my mom friends, we go together to, to visit Disney and the Epcot Food and Wine Festival. This year, only two of us were able to go together, which was which was great because you know what? When you when you travel with one of your friends together, you learn a lot about each other. And so my friend Leslie learned evidently a lot about me because we decided we weren't going to eat and drink as much as we were going to ride some cool rides. So I was determined to, for her to get to ride this Guardian of the Galaxy ride twice. And I'm kind of an old hand at all this stuff. So she followed me in and we got to do this this thing and she thought it was great. She said it was a lot of fun. But then afterwards she was sharing, I overheard her share with a friend of that experience. And she said, you know, Monica is a different person when she's at this park because in order to ride that, she she ran over a few old ladies and I saw her elbow a couple of little kids. Now, I just want to be clear, that did not happen. But I was darting in and out of a lot of people. I mean, you do have to be... You do have to be aggressive, of course, to, to do this successfully. So we learned a lot about each other, but we had a great time. And while I was at Disney, I also was able to figure out my Halloween costume for this year. Because Halloween is just right around the corner, and I'm sure you've all been planning for your Halloween. So this year, my Halloween costume to give out candy to all the little kids is Disney theme. And what I've tried to do over the years with my kids as they've gotten older is I like I want them to experience Halloween and enjoy it, but not as like, as they've gotten older, I didn't want them to be the scary teenagers who show up at the end of the evening and, you know, hit you up for all the candy that you have. I tried to keep them away from that and more towards enjoying the little kids and, you know, participating, handing out candy. So this year I had a great idea. I have a great idea. And I've been trying to enlist my my sons in this as well. So I'm not sure how that's going. Um, the other day, I placed a call to my youngest son in college and um, trying to get him to participate in Halloween. And I, I have a video of, of the call. I, I went ahead and recorded it it's just so you can hear exactly what happened. Um, Tony, producer Tony, can you, can you play that video? Hey, I got your um, Halloween costume ready. Um, so I think we can give candy out to the kids. I got Snow White and... Um, you can be one of the seven dwarfs. So if you can come by and just pick the one you want, try it on. Well, okay. 
I don't, I don't care what your fraternity brothers are going to think about that. I, it's a holiday. What? Well, okay. I know you're 21, but this is fun. Hello? Well, I guess I know who's going to be grumpy this year. Yes, I, uh, I have a feeling that he's not going to be participating at all. I, I mean, I actually feel like I'm going to be the solo Snow White this year. And I was trying to figure out how to deal with that when the children show up and they ask me, so where are the seven dwarfs? I mean, where are they? And I decided well, I'm just going to be telling the truth. I'm going to say, you know, they went off to college. And we don't see them very often. And we hear from them occasionally when they, when they need something. So, um, but otherwise, I'm trying to make it fun. And so that's my goal for, for this Halloween. I hope you're planning a really exciting and fun Halloween yourself. Another exciting event in my life, not exciting, it's kind of sad, actually, is my oldest son permanently moved out of our house, or at least we think it's permanent. This time, we're, we're more sure than we've ever been because a moving van appeared and took all his furniture out of his room and a few pieces of furniture along the way that I guess he liked as he was leaving. And so, but he did leave one green chair that nobody seems to want. But other than that, he seems to be like, he's moved out. So now it's time for me to do my favorite thing, which is shop and find cool things to decorate his room. So I'm still working on that. Um, but that's why I'm so excited today that the guests that we have on will help me do that. I've already started shopping on their site. They have a new company that's very exciting. It's called Mother Ruggers, and they create livable rugs without sacrificing beauty. Their, their slogan is where livability meets luxury, and to me, that's very cool. They have rugs that are beautiful, unique, and most importantly, machine washable, which if you have kids and pets and everything, you absolutely need that. So I'm so excited to introduce them. They are a great team. And let me, let me introduce our guest. The first is an e-commerce pioneer, corporate leader, and she's the former president of Overstock.com. She's a cannabis activist and inspirational leader, and she hosts a podcast called Lunch with Stormy. She has appeared in the Washington Post, Forbes, CNBC, and on the Fox Business Channel. Welcome, Stormy Simon. Welcome to the Moms Club. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having us. Great, and you're here with your partner, Aisha Yildrim, and Aisha has a rare combination of, she's a fine artist with a master of textiles. Her family goes back to the early 1900s in Turkey in the textile business, so she knows everything there is to know about textiles. Personally, she has over 30 years of experience in the textile industry, and she's recognized by her peers as a textile enthusiast with fabrics reaching five continents and over 25 countries. And particularly exciting is she was recognized by an invitation to the 2008 visit of Queen Elizabeth to Bursa, Turkey for the World Congress of Women Entrepreneurs. So welcome, Aisha, welcome to the Moms Club. Thank you very much. We're excited to be here. Well, it's very exciting to have you. I Rugs are, are so much I mean, I enjoy shopping and choosing rugs for my home. I think that adds so much to your house. But when you have a family, it's challenging. And I'm not even just talking about the kids. So I'll give you two examples of my personal life. 
years ago we we had a rug a little uh, outdoor rug that said well, it was a welcome said welcome but we left our puppy out a little too long and when he came in one day it said we and me because the middle he had eaten completely eaten the middle out and now we have a new puppy and i bought this really expensive beautiful rug for our entryway and I was walking back to my office one day and I noticed just a tiny little piece of it was just sticking up just barely and I went in and did some work and several hours later uh, fourth of it was missing so it can be a huge investment and that can be challenging when you have you know pets and kids and the whole thing so I love this idea and I was looking on your website and being the big shopper that I am I'm probably going to I don't know how fast your delivery is, but I'm sure I already have some by the time I get back home. So tell us, a, tell us a little bit about Mother Ruggers. How did you all start this, this amazing company? Well, so we can work back a little bit because the, the thing that makes it a Mother Rugger is everything that you talked about. So Aisha's background with textiles and experience in in the market selling across all those countries and whatnot and then what the consumer market of america needs right now which is washable rugs but what we are getting is very cheap i mean everyone says it right we all say yeah i get my rugs i wash them six months and i throw them away and that's what you're paying for um ours aren't you know a 20 dollar runner they're beautiful luxury rugs but they're machine washable. And that's because of Aisha's engineering, you know, creating it this way. There's not anything on the market. And when I saw her product, we met through friends, but as a pet mom and grandmother, I saw these products and I bought every single washable rug on the market. I have all of them. And that's what made me switch everything I was doing in life and become support and bring these rugs to the United States because they're that good. So that's why I started it, how she developed it. I leave that to her, but I will say she hand draws all of our designs. It's a really unique process. Oh, wow. That is great. Well, how did you initially meet each other? I mean, how, how did the partnership form? We actually, um, Aisha lives in Turkey, and we met here at this very show that we're at. It's an anniversary for us. It's a one-year anniversary for both of us um, yes. meeting. But I, with my logistics background and experience with moving packages in the United States, she needed a, a, a hub here. But when we met, we realized we're more than a hub. Yeah. Um, and we can partner here. You know, a lot of manufacturers come into the U.S. and they don't get this opportunity to really participate in the sense that we're bringing the market. And by doing so, we're able to cut out costs and truly target the mothers. And, you know, it's uh, that's how we started. You know, we, if you'd have said 13 months ago, what are you guys going to be doing? We'd have said different things. And then as we met and our superpowers together are really what's created this to the point that we are within, it's been 11 months since we've signed a business contract to say, let's do this. Well, and it's impressive how you bring such a, a beauty, you bring such beauty to a product I and mean, that uh, rugs are, are beautiful. I mean, Boring it's hard sometimes. to, yeah. And so, I'm looking at the just the 
the history of how rugs are made and everything that your your family, your background, Aisha, brings to this, to translate it into a product that's affordable and machine washable. I mean, that's pretty amazing um, that you've been able to do that. How how did you make that transition from from what's really a very difficult and very artistic process to what you the product you have? Actually, I am doing that business around thirty-five years and myself. And when I start to and do and that rock and the idea, I was thinking, I am a mother. I am very hard working in the house. I don't want to clean all this and the stupid rock because my country is actually the rock historical country. And three thousand years they are doing rock, and then the, all of them is still very dirty. And I said, I don't need them in my house. I need to clean. I need to not. Heavy thing. I don't want to and carry all these heavy things. I have three brother, one sister. That means in the we are in the big and the big family. And all my grandmother, grandfathers, we are living very close to each other. And then that means we have too much rug in the houses, and you should clean them. Then after I said we need something else. And if I am doing the textile business, I can do something special. And then I start to do that and rug idea. Actually, I am doing that around 10 years, but no one knows that. And Yeah. So when she says, so our rugs are easy to pick up, when she thought like a mother, the rugs, when she says, you know, she wants to move them and wash them herself, you can, you, me, I'm 5'2", she's 5'5". Five five. You can pick our rug up and stuff it into your washing machine. You can pick it up off the shelf by yourself. You don't need somebody, you know, that can manage it to carry it for you. So she didn't just innovate the, the engineering of a fabric, but she innovated how we carry rugs around, how it can sit on your shelf, what makes it a true mother, like a mother rugger. Like we can move it, we can wash it, we can shop for it. We need no help. We can do it ourselves. That is, And that's part of... When she skipped over that part, that was a uh, engineering of ten years. Oh wow, ten yeah. years! You know, so we uh, that all of that historical knowledge is popping through the market right now through us. No, I. Th- so you're describing how you can move the rugs around. That technologically, that is huge, because I know for me personally, even well, like when my dog ate that big rug in my entryway, just moving it. To put to a place, like figuring out what to do with it, you know, move it to a place where it could be out of sight for a while and then moving it to the repair shop and everything. That's a, rugs are, they're very, very, very heavy. In fact, the last couple of years, I've gone with my friends to an event in Texas called Round Top and they, they feature a lot of different uh, products, including a lot of rugs. And I watch all of these men, you, you wanna see the rug and they're flipping the rug for you to look at that's, it's a workout. I mean, moms out there, if you really want a good workout, go go flip rugs. I guarantee you, it's, Come it's work a, for us. Well, <clears throat> yeah. Our heaviest rug is twenty five pounds, and that's a nine by eleven. Oh wow, that's amazing. Now, is that the biggest rug you have, or what's the biggest rug? Because another machine washable too. So that's the other thing. How do you? How big are they? As far as yeah, your front load machine washable will take, we have various collections, so not all our fabric is created equal. We have thicker, thinner matted designs where a nine by 11 would fit in your front load at home. 
Mm-hmm. Um, some of our thicker luxury designs, you probably need to take your nine by 11 to a big uh, laundry mat to get it clean. So the water runs through it and it will come clean. It'll come as clean as your shirt comes every day. Wow. So it gets the grime out. The rugs are engineered to where they don't hold dirt. And what she was saying was that these beautiful rugs that her family have made are so beautiful, but you can't clean them. She's kept the beauty the integrity of it and now we clean them so there's you know in translation um that's so important for a family like if you get a cut pile rug i've done all kinds of studies on this aisha's done dirt studies where she's washed a cut pile rug in turkey and they see how much dirt is left in it and then washed our rugs to see how much dirt is left in it we win we win by a long yep. shot. Um, her family, she, I, you know, I know I, I'm speaking for Aisha, but her, um, the depth of her words are important when we talk about her skills. You know, it's, uh, it's not as easy as she makes it sound. <laughs> well, it, and it, well, it, it actually doesn't sound easy either. So, I mean, I'm very impressed <laughs> with, with what you've done here. And, um, well, tell me, so how did you come up with the name Mother Ruggers? Where did that come from? Well, you know, it, I say it every day. No, just <laughs> um, we were brainstorming names, me and a couple friends and mother came out. I think we swore, I mean, honestly, to be the truth. And since this is a mom's club, you don't, you don't skim over anything. We swore. No. And then we were laughing said the words mother ruggers and as soon as it came out of the mouth i was on trademarking um and getting it but it was just one of those moments of talking and then all of a sudden it came out and that was it we actually hadn't had a name yet um we had named the kids rugs plushies and now we call them ruggaroos and you know it came out in a fun moment and we are mother ruggers. And that's not the only other thing. The other thing is it fits. Like it fits us. We are mother ruggers. Our product is a mother rugger, even if it, it's as tough as a mother rugger. Um, even if you wash it and you, it looks beautiful and luxury, it's still got that, you know, made for a mother, made to live mm-hmm. with, even though you could hang it on your wall as a tapestry. A tapestry it would be beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed. Wie it, oh, go ahead. Wie it some in the in spatial and the things to and the rug. The rug is slipping. And if I, washing is not enough. We can clean it, but the, the extent in the house and the kids and the, the all our mothers and the fathers we need some safe place in the house. And then now our rugs is not sleeping on the floor. She created <laughs> a, and I'll tell you what she meant. <laughs> she yeah. cre- her no, family maybe. with all the texts, like Turkey is a fascinating country for those that don't know about it. Some of our most beginning of any product we have, which starts from salt, starts in Turkey. And her family understands all of it. So through her, it's like an exclusive backing that we put on the 
on the back of our, our rugs that she has figured out. I could not make this. And she's got it on the back. So these rugs, when she says no slipping, I mean, if Tom Cruise was doing risky business <laughs> dance slide, he would have fell on his face. It is a hard stop. The dogs don't move it. I have it at my front door. It's thin enough for my door to go over. It's my favorite rug that we do. And I hate picking a favorite child, but I have pets. I'm messy. I, I'm single. I don't want to deal with things and have an extra task of running somewhere. I stuff it in my machine and it's, and I have style. So I want it to look like my personality, a little funky, a little fun. And we, we make things with color. She loves color and design. And, you know, these rugs are my dream. The anti-slip is her formula that is only on our rugs. Um, it's a natural rubber. We call it latex here, but it's non-allergenic and it lasts for a minute. So if you have mobile issues and the, she brought this up, she just took care of her parents and her elderly family members and it was an issue for her. So she, instead of being like, wow, this is bad. She goes, oh, I'm going to make a solution. And that's exactly what she did. I love that. Yeah, I read I was reading on your website and I noticed you probably had your attorney involved in it, too, because it said you could run across them, although you don't recommend that, which is true. Um, I didn't have an attorney involved. In oh, that. well, that was well, it was good legal advice. Just to point that out, you probably don't want to run it just in case some somebody does trip on it. But it sounds like you can roll over it. You know, if you've got a wheelchair, you can run across it. You can dance across it. I really love that because I know the rugs in my house, when I put the, and even the most expensive rug pad underneath it, the rug is constantly moving. So I can't tell you all the times I've been on the floor trying to cut around because it's moving, it's shifting and trying to get that to work. So, I mean, it's just. I have to, I have to clear up one thing. We have multitude of collections. Not all of them come with the anti-slip on the back. Okay. The two that do are the rugger and the mother. The mother rug will be out next year. And it's the mother of all rugs. And I'll put my money where my mouth is on this. I have lived with this for a year outside and make some mother of all rugs. The rugger um, is what we currently have in stock. And those two have the anti-slip backing. The others have a little more flow with it. And we talk about how you hang them in a store. You, know, you hang them like on a hook. You fold them, you can keep them in your towel closet. You can pick them up and, and you know take care of them. So... They don't all have anti-slip, but they're all that beautiful and machine washable. Wow. Well, let's let's take it into a really, well, one real quick question. So what's the price range of this? Because not every mother, you know, it just depends. Like some rugs are thousands of dollars, and that's out of everyone's yeah. price. What, how have you yeah. priced these rugs? Well, our Ruggaroos, which is our line exclusive for kids, all hand-drawn by Aisha. Every rug you see, even if it looks like it's just lines, her hand made those lines programmed them in a machine and, and made their rug. So every design is exclusive and unique. Ruggaroos start, they're four by six, kids only, no adults allowed. And they're about $199 on motherruggers.com. Now, as you go through, just to give an idea, <clears throat> the rugger anti-slip is like $289. It's $275, $289, different sizes. But that's direct to consumers to their house. It's a really good deal. And then we go as high as on a nine by 11, big, beautiful, artistic, rich yarns. We go as high, you know, you can spend $1,000, almost 2000 on those nine by 11s, 
but you're going to be like, I can't believe I got such a good deal. No, that does sound great because I know the rug that my dog ate was unfortunately a lot more than that. So yeah, yeah. No, those are, that's what she fixed. Yeah, the rugs that's... that she wanted to clean were those expensive ones too. Yeah, that is, that is great. Well, let's take it in a little bit of a different direction in that a lot of moms are mompreneurs. They start businesses together. And what have been the challenges of, of two moms working together and forming a business relationship? Or, or has it just been all smooth sailing and it's great and there's no... Our, well, our first challenge really is different languages uh. and, and understanding our words best we can. Like that is a real issue. And because we're intuitive as moms, we understand each other. And then as you get into that, that's been a real hurdle. Um, other than that, I would say everything everyone would go through. I mean, getting your sons to do it the way we are going to do it, not their way. And we work, both of us, she has one son. I have two sons. We all work. And, you know, no one tells you you're wrong more than your son sometimes. That so true. that's part of it. But it works. Um, you know, really figuring out how to go from manufacturer and, you know, like almost retailer to the product, you know, the middle of where we've both been. You know, I've sourced products through Overstock and, and done that and just made products, shipped them all over the world. And now it's us and creating the brand. And I wouldn't say those are hurdles. The hurdles was trying to find a warehouse that could do it the way we want. You know, photography is a problem. But other than that, if you get up every day and just do it, whatever your it is, even when it sucks, um, before the hurdle gets big, you might be able to get over it. But what do you think? Actually, it is not so difficult for me. Sometimes difficult because of the cultural things and the and my language is not good enough every time to explain myself to someone in the business life. That's the big challenge for me. I'm trying to explain myself sometimes and then maybe sometimes I'm saying not and truly. Yeah, and we don't know. That's the thing. <laughs> so I say I understand, but I'm not sure I understand. What she's <laughs> she may be saying something totally different, you know, so it's like we got to like really we we really communicate. But the but first thing is I am saying and trust. I trust for me. I know she is doing good, and and I am doing my best. She is doing her best. That means we can figure out end of the day everything. If our stuff is good enough, we can solve all the problem. And if we are mother, we are solving all our problem with our children, our kids, and we are and solving all our problem with our family. And then. We can figure out how we can we can work in the business. This life. is easy. Uh -huh. <laughs> well, it's it's great it to respect each other and support each other, and I guess that's the most important thing when you're developing a business relationship like that. I years ago I co-wrote a book called Comeback Moms, and we interviewed a hundred women across the country, and mostly it was just about leaving work, the workforce for a while and then going back. And we started interviewing these women. And they all started telling these horrible stories about women who were not good to other women in the workplace. And so that seemed like, well, that's a really, that's a big challenge that we all have to, to work through and, and do better. 
And it sounds like, obviously, if you respect your the person that you're working with and you're just supportive of each other, which you both are, then it can be an amazing collaboration. And I just think this is this is tremendous. And also, how you get your sons to work for you. Um, like I can't even like as you saw, I can't even get my son to do a little Halloween thing. So how do you how do you do <laughs> that? So I mean, I need a little little helpful hint here. How do you get your son sons involved? You know, it'd be easier if they were younger, but they're grown men. So it's almost like you know, they you need to teach them things, but because you're mother son, you're not like they they applied for a job and you hired them, so you're in a trainer role. You know, my sons get to argue with me. They get to tell me what they think. We already have established that their entire life, they will speak their mind. They will fight for things. They will go where they're, you know, they're good people. Mm -hmm. And they, but I don't want to hear that from them when I'm at work. (laughs) So (laughs) that's where, I mean, it's the mom, son, it's any, I've worked with a lot of family members and worked alongside, not training them or you know what I mean so it's a different it's a different thing but you know you I love my kids they're the smartest people like I trust them with so much so there's no one else I'm going to trust more than them you know like your kids are who you you better trust them so um it's just the mom relationship bringing that into it is not so easy Mm -hmm. yeah it's not so easy honestly and this and there are kids every time we will love them but it is not so easy because we are their mother if we are saying something they are not listening every time they are saying mom and that that is the best worst thing i think so they are giving answer to us and that's okay but they are not listening every time my son didn't even come he's like i can't work with you in the showroom <laughs> yeah well that would be yeah I'm, it's real life that would be that would be challenging i, I would say but you, if you have to have a good employee your, your child has to be ultimately a good employer does that reflect poorly on your parenting skills you don't want to fire your own child so hopefully no. that all that all goes really well well we have some moms some zoomer moms who have some questions for you about your business and so welcome zoomer moms hi hi i'm excited for zoomer moms i so let me go around and introduce each one and then i would like each one of you to introduce yourselves to stormy and aisha and first we have mary hooth Mary, welcome to the Moms Club. Hi. Hi, Stormy and Aisha. I'm so excited to be on the show today. Um, My name is Mary, and I have a small business. I sell, uh, primarily sell vintage collectible pottery from kind of pre and post-war Southern California. Um, So that's kind of my jam. Uh, And um, anyway, I'm just uh, uh, really happy to be on the show today and, and hear your insights. It's tremendous. I'm obsessed with what you do. Do you make it? <laughs> oh, am I? Yeah, that's crazy. So you yourself make it? You're the artisan? Are you? No, no, no. Um, these are all things that were manufactured in Southern California, like either right before World War II or uh, leading all the way kind of into the mid-century period. Okay, I and didn't know if they were replicas. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I it'll start to turn into a TED Talk if you ask me another question. <laughs> Yes, I love this stuff. But um, yeah, it's it's super fun. Love it. 
So Mary, do you have a question for? I do, you know, I have to say like the product, I mean, intuitively just sounds tremendous because I, you know, my kids are 20 now, but if I had had this 10 years ago, my whole house would be covered in it, you know? Um, <laughs> but my question is, like, did you guys um, decide to do any kind of market research when you were launching, like either overseas or here? Like, did you do focus groups or, or you know, was it really based on kind of your intuition that this is really something that moms need? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. I, um, yes. I didn't, you know, on the, I went back and learned about, you know, our process and our engineering and the way we do it just enough to make me dangerous, you know, she's the <laughs> expert on that, but I did learn about it. But as far as market research, absolutely, absolutely a hundred percent and more than a normal person would. Like I held up the business probably two or three months um, because it's a big deal. You know, if you, that market research matters so much. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of steps are calculated. You know, the product exists, but how does that translate here? And knowing her experience of the other countries or her mm -hmm. sharing, you know, what she's done there. Um, yeah, I went deep. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Amazing. So smart. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Bridget Thank De La you. Cruz, welcome to the Moms Club. Do you have a question for Stormy and Aisha? Yeah, actually, I love hearing about moms being successful entrepreneurs. Um, and I am just really curious because I studied business administration and marketing, and uh, that was before Facebook. So marketing has changed a lot. I'm just really curious how you guys got the word out about your company and the products. Like, where did you focus your marketing efforts? Yeah, and for myself, I can say, and I'm doing in the shows all over the world, and that is the and the best thing I am doing because of and we are in the selling distribution channel in here, and then we are manufacturing in Turkey together. That means we should and introduce our stuff firstly. What we did, I'm coming to here to show. I'm introducing in the show market in in Las Vegas in High Point showrooms. And um, in Heim Textile, in Maison Objet in France, in Germany, in everywhere, I am doing the show. That is the, my job. And the, I know only that part of the job. And but, then now. So she's for years backed up in this kind of world where we are, her product. People know her product, and now we got the brand. Yeah. So we're at a new world with that Facebook. And you know, if you ask these furniture guys, oh, you know what they, which, what Aisha does, they'll say, yeah, but no one else does. We got to get outside of these buildings. So we did go out on Facebook, Instagram. Of course, you got to use the social channels. We didn't hit hard until we were digitally sound. And that can mean a lot of different things for your brands, but it's important. You know, this social media thing that we call social media, I remember when it was social. This is a beast. It is worth your time. It is worth, it's worth it. It's where everybody lives. Even if you don't want to, you're living there. You're, you're, everything is there. So we did reach out there. We're starting to a little more. I don't know if you've seen an ad, but the past two weeks, we've actually done some tests and 
Um, that's the first one, you know, is it necessarily Facebook? Each social channel has developed its own demographic market, mm-hmm. you know, like, where are you? And then where is your mom and where's your cousin and how do they use it? And are they shopping there and all of those things? So attacking each one like that and, you know, her past experience, we can listen to and then how we translate it to you get what's right, you know, and then that Facebook effort or Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, don't forget all the channels that are truly available to you. Um, and they are individual. Social is a big word. And um, don't let it get lost if you're starting something. I guess I'm trying to give advice. I'm not sure. And I don't know that word. <laughs> She she has a business administration um, from Turkey, and then her passion is art. Uh, but yeah, she does. She kind of knows the world. She knows business. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to all the social media stuff, we're we're in such a whole new world with all of that. That if someone is you're at a party and someone spills wine on your rug, the next thing you know, five advertisements will show up on your phone. That, they better uh, all be mother ruggers because ain't yeah. nobody else. Mother ruggers, what, what happened? Yeah. Who spilled that Otherwise, wine? you oh. might as well throw that rug away. <laughs> exactly. You know, I, on a business card, I was looking at the, putting in the business cards last night. There is one who only has their Instagram handle. First time I've ever seen it. No email address, no contact information. Instagram only. Huh. His name's Jonathan. I remember him because hmm. I'm like, how the hell am I going to send him a catalog? <laughs> um, you know, really? like, and, and it's a real eye opener. Like, do we have to use is Instagram a business channel? Because to that millennial, it absolutely is. Yeah. To me, I got to be like, OK, I got to be able to send that catalog via Instagram. I didn't know. You know, you don't know where people are living. It's way, it's far more complicated than, you know, 2009 when Twitter and Facebook came out. Same year, you know, and honestly, I didn't understand any of them. But I know I was CMO. And at that time, looking for someone that understood them, nobody understood them. There was mm-hmm. not one person we could hire. So we just hired someone to go on Facebook all day. Best job ever. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting too. So if you're a mom wanting to be a mompreneur and start a business, I mean, you're just, you're, you're challenged. You were challenged during COVID to try to educate your children over Zoom. And now you're having to figure out, you know, how to market it. You have a great idea, but, but marketing it is, it's a whole new world there too. Uh, Jennifer, welcome. Do you have a question for Stormy and Aisha? Uh, I'm so impressed with the two of you taking on the world because I mean, not only are you starting a business and taking and doing this with your family, but you're also doing it, you know, all over the world. That sounds super hard. I know that I lived overseas and I knew people who were like importing and exporting. And I know that's a whole other wrinkle um, that has to be managed. Um, Just, you know, especially obviously with the pandemic and supply side issues and customs. And um, so first part of my question is, um, I mean, is this something you wanted to do? Was it kind of a family project? And did, did you specifically go into it with the idea that you would include your family? And then, you know, sort of where do you see it going from there? Is this something you see as a an evergreen company that you can hand off to your children and it becomes something that is like, you know, uh, a family um, legacy? Um, and then also, I'm just curious, like, what what is the what is the next step? Obviously, you've done amazing market research, and you, you're filling a void in the market, a need that's really key. Obviously, I could, I, so 
full disclosure, I do residential design and I always tell people you start the room with a rug, but that's usually, um, it's hard for people because they're expensive, they're, they're hard to clean. Um, and so these rugs are, you know, a huge solution to that problem. So, I mean, I'm just curious where you see this going. What's the next? Oh, first, I'll have Aisha should talk about the family business, like how you view, because you talked about doing business around the world. That's really been her. You know, she's done the various countries um, with the, with her family business. So our, our answers are a little different, I would think, because she's just born that way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I will live in other end of time. I have no idea. And if you are bur- and burning in debt and the and the textile business, that your life is that is. I don't know how I will do another kind of life. I, I have no idea. When someone is asking to me, how you are doing all the things? I say, I don't know, just I am doing. I don't know how I am doing, but just I am doing. They're saying how you are growing up that and the, and the new and the quality. And again, my answer was the same. I don't know, just I am doing. It because that is my lifestyle. I am not working, I am living in that style. Yeah. For generation, meaning, Yes, and our generation will continue to that business because like me, third generation, I'm continue. And from and hundred years, my family is continue. And our family will continue. We will grow up together now. And from different country together, one company, one brand. That is my goal. When I was met with and the stormy, I need someone from here, not from my country. If I am coming to here to sell something, we should be only one, not two. We are not one. I that is my thinking, because this is my family business, and I I was born in the textile business. But today we burn together with that mother rugger together. We are only one company in my mind, and the, we will develop together. I don't know how, and the, we but, will develop. We'll see. I'm pretty sure she'll do a lot of the development. I'll be like, I like blue. <laughs> I no, I think I think it's great bringing two cultures together too because I just know, you know like what I'm telling you that's been the best part one of the best parts I mean knowing well first of all she has a family business this I never thought I would have a family business so my answer is like holy shit do I have something I can leave my children like do I have something like that's an amazing thing as a mother you know to think about like wow you know we all worry what our kids can do we're gone i mean we survive without our mothers but like our sons do they it's nervous um but you know that idea that i i just might it makes me work harder and harder and harder but you know i it's my partner's a proven person when she it's it was so funny because when we meet she doesn't realize She's in a bubble, right? She's in Turkey where there's a lot of good product, a lot of, you know, a lot of family business. So the knowledge that they have is very deep on every subject of manufacturing. All of them, all the folks there, amazing, amazing culture. Um, so when yeah, I start talking to him like, what? You guys, what? And she's like, oh yeah. Like it's an everyday thing. So when she's just born with it, yeah. They don't do a training. They're no, just like that. That is great. 
Well, our our last but not least Zoomer is Lisa, who, by the way, it, it's her birthday today, and uh, she's already birthday. she's already sent a message to Yay. me that Happy birthday. She, she wants a rug for Thank her birthday. You. So now I know what I what I'll be sending to her. Lisa, do you have any yes. questions for Stormy and Aisha? Um, well, thank you for allowing me to participate. I'm just really intrigued by your um, partnership. I think that I do sales. I work actually work with Bridget and we're in sales. And I always tell people that I'm not a salesperson, that I just find something that I think everyone should know about. And I think the passion that you have in your artistry uh, just carried over to Stormy and y'all are, are such a great partnership that it looks like it's fun and it's easy. And then that's what makes people want to learn more and be a part of your product. So I am very impressed by that partnership. I think that's probably, if you want to give someone business advice, you have to find something that you feel like you really think everyone needs to know about. And I think this product is great. I was thinking I have a rug in front of my front door and I have an English bulldog. And every time someone knocks on the door, he runs through there and the the rug is thrown down the, um, the entryway in some weird position. No, I got um, the rug he can scoot his butt on. Oh, good. Well, see, you know, and I really need that. So I'd also like some that you can, like my daughters, they're in their 20s and 30s. I'll put those cute little, you know, rugs in their bathrooms, but they don't have any backing on them. So I, you know, in the end of my decade, I'm a little worried to step on them too hard, like they're going to fly out from under me. So do you make, I mean, do the smaller ones, something that's suitable to like put in a bathroom? I can't wait to see your website. I'm going to look at it, but yes. They are suitable. We we only have three by eight in right now as of October 2022, but we will have the various sizes next um, starting next beginning of next year sometime. Um, so the bath rug sizes, more kitchen rug sizes. We really have area rugs right now. And then the runners. Mm-hmm. So the three by eight runners are non-slip too. And those are amazing for hallways. And we don't talk about those or not, but those are a true solution to things like the it's a solution in your hallway. Now, do your do your pictures show them like like modeled like a Pinterest type thing or is it just like a picture of the rug? And both. Both. It is the one thing I should say, like the photography for this kind of stuff is really hard for colors and clarity and really capturing the beauty. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll get better as we go. We, you know, can't slow down because of it. But yeah, we've got some we've got some cool designs. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, I'm, I can't wait to get my present for Monica. So thank you. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll be right. I'll be right on it. And besides, from my front door. <laughs> okay. Well, I was just going to say that. Where can all the moms of America go get one for their front door? So when they greet all the trick or treaters this Halloween, they'll have a brand new mother rugger rug in front of their door. <laughs> where, where can we find them? Motherruggers.com. Oh, that's easy. We are on motherruggers.com. Our selection ships within two days from our warehouse, and we're bringing in product about every three or four months, or we hope to. Well, that yeah. is great. Well, this has been really terrific. I've enjoyed it. I've learned so much, and it's it's just been so much fun. Unfortunately, we're, we're out of time, but we have an exciting uh, announcement to make on Inside the Moms Club. We are now partnering with some great brands who are giving away their products to mothers out there. All you have to do is be a follower on our at Inside the Moms Club Instagram page and our soon to be updated and better than ever website. So just check it out. Follow us on Instagram and you may get some amazing products from some amazing 
amazing brands and and who knows maybe even some mother yeah. rugger like ours <laughs> yeah like mother i'm putting it see, out there, there like go. ours we're gonna do it so absolutely well that's fantastic see that's very exciting we can't wait well yes. we're sorry that the time has passed i can't believe it but we'll be back next time with extraordinary moms and celebrities we know that your me time is precious and valuable, and we are so happy that you spend it with us. Remember the Inside the Moms Club motto. If you don't laugh sometimes, ladies, you're going to cry. So just keep on laughing, and we'll see you next time on Inside the Moms Club. Thank you.